preview released today, Mayor Pete Buttigieg said the superhero he most identifies with is Spider-Man because he is, quote, kind of a nerdy guy who finds himself in a position of power. And Joe Biden says he most identifies with Aquaman because he's been treading water for months. Oh, sir. Mm. I got a message from someone I know. I have to be very vague. Oh, my. Who is in the Are know. Are they a whistleblower? No, well, not technically, certainly not. Are technically. they the whistleblower? But they are in the know and say Hunter Biden is a moron. Mm. And uh, what happened is very similar to the college scandal. It's almost the same thing. It's just working for a Ukrainian oil company instead of going to USC. Ah, it's... so Joe made a call. He said, hey, I got a son, bit of a simpleton. Dummy. Do you have an extra seat on your board? I think you he probably... He can't make a living anyway, he, and any money he makes, he goes up his nose. So if you could give him a job, I'd appreciate I it. I think you probably put a couple of layers between you and them. Yes. But you make it clear sure. to someone that makes it clear to someone else that finding Hunter a job would be nice. Yep. A vegan uh, accidentally ate a sausage roll and is suing, claiming it has traumatized her for the rest of her life. Boy, you're a party. I'd love to hang out with you. Stay tuned for the details of that poor woman's suffering. <laughs> wow. Good story. She um, she was offered a $2 refund, but again, is suing because she will be traumatized for the rest of her life. Of course she will. So um, this has happened a couple of places we've followed. Um, they raised the minimum wage in San Francisco a few years back, and then I was happy to see that even in that uh, liberal city with that liberal newspaper, the San Francisco Chronicle, they pointed out the damage it did to a whole bunch of different small businesses. I remember a particular bookshop that had to close, and um, restaurants and, and little shops like that really suffer when mm-hmm. you raise the minimum wage. Right. And uh, it hurts a lot of employees. Well, now it's happened in New York City. Uh, $15 minimum wage hike is hitting and hurting NYC restaurants. This article came out in the New York Post over the weekend. Big, La- Big Apple restaurants are feeling the heat from minimum wage hikes, cutting staff hours and even closing kitchens as they struggle to shoulder the extra payroll costs. They point out this particular restaurant and tequila bar um, on the Upper West Side, which has been a taco staple for the last 25 years. It's closing at the end of September according to its owners, because of the $15 minimum wage hike. Long, painful road downhill uh, since the minimum wage hit. The owners say they've been forced to slash their full and part-time staff to 45 people from 60. Well, that that did, you know, despite what uh, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders said, those 15 people that got fired, well, now they're all going to lose their jobs because the place is closing. Right. But those 15 people that got fired, I'm not sure the raise in minimum wage helped them. I think they might have been better off at, like, $11 an hour with those hours than zero hours at $15 an hour. Because uh, if I remember yeah. correctly, zero times anything is zero. Could be a million dollars an hour if I'm not getting any hours. I'm not making much money. Um, quality has suffered, they admit, at the restaurant. And customers have noticed they're not coming in like they used to. And when they do, they're spending less. We started by having to let go of the ladies who handmade our tortillas. It's certainly better when you can have fresh, handmade tortillas for every taco, which made sense at $8 an hour, but not at $15 an hour. Mm-hmm. That's not what Bernie told me. Well, you know, any These responsible... These poor women were being abused, and they'd make more money this way. Any responsible student of uh, economics or economist told you, at the time, a few people end up getting lifted up because they're making more money. A hell of a lot of people lose their jobs. 
They were forced to lay off two overnight cleaners and a whole level of middle management, the general manager, the extra servers we'd keep in case it got busy, and then we started cutting hours. I'm not against people making more money, said the owner. These people have worked for me for 20 years. But taxes, groceries, everything is going up, and people have a little less money to spend on guacamole and tequila. Um, that restaurant is not alone. In a survey of 324 full-service restaurants, the New York City Hospitality Alliance found that 77% of respondents cut staff hours. 77% of 324 restaurants surveyed. That's amazing. Cut staff hours and 36% eliminated jobs. So over a third of them eliminated jobs, three quarters of them cut staff hours, including whole layers of minimal man- middle management in response to mandated minimum wage hikes. Right. I wish there were more extensive business classes in every high school in America so people understood how small businesses work. They're not printing money. These people are not getting rich. Often, they just make an okay wage. They get their bills paid until someday they sell the business. Then they can retire okay if their business is successful. But the idea that everybody with small business just has so much money and makes so much money that they can just pay whatever you think they ought to pay, that's insane. Signed 95% of America's small business people. Here's but people a, don't understand that because they get pitched this bull crap by these politicians. Here's a guy who's the CEO and executive chef of the Manhattan-based <coughs> Lebanese eateries Lily and Lily Box. Anyway, there's a bunch of them. Says rising wages have forced him to cut hours for his 180 employees, yank labor-intensive dishes from the menu, and cut back on staff education events like wine seminars. That's because new regulations require that employees who receive tips can no longer spend more than 20% of the time on work that doesn't involve interacting with customers. So I can't even train or educate my staff the way I want to anymore. The uh, restaurant owner agrees that it's been a social injustice that wages haven't kept up with the cost of living. Um, I'd like to pay my, my employees a lot more than I do, but I just can't, he said. Because he's greedy! So, in the liberal Washington Post, reporting on a study commissioned by the Liberal City uh, Council of Seattle on their minimum wage raise, boosting it up to $15 an hour. Uh, They mention cuts in payrolls, putting off new hiring, reducing hours, and firing workers. The cost to low-wage workers in Seattle outweighed the benefits by a ratio of 3 to 1. According to the study, which again was commissioned by the liberal city council um, and the University of Washington did it. I just it's troubling to me that people don't know enough about the very, very basics of business and economics that they're sold these unicornian schemes over and over again. It always has this result. You know, the guy uh, you just quoted said it's immoral and terrible that wages haven't risen. It's just a function of economics, and and this has been the reality through all human history. And if you're on the rough end of it, it's rough, man. I don't deny that. Um, But you just have to figure out how to improve your life and how to make more money. We're all economic beasts. Remember what Vincent used to yell, our old producer? What's that? He used to work at McDonald's. Oh, right. Get a better job! Right. <laughs> if you don't feel like right. you're making enough money. Yeah. And and the really interesting thing, and this gets back to that H.L. Mencken study, or quote that I hit you with at the end of last hour. Um, 
Politicians don't have any particular talent for running a government. Their talent is for getting and holding office. And the main way they do that is to search out a group who wants something and promise to give it to them. And nine times out of ten, that promise is worth nothing. Well, obviously, the strategy is you go to low-pay workers, say, I'm going to get you high pay. And that promise is usually worth nothing. And to the extent that they do carry it through, it impacts people negatively three to one. But people keep falling for the scheme. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do about it, other than pointing it out on the radio show. Right. On the whole, the study estimates the average low wage worker in the city lost one hundred and twenty five dollars a month because of the hike in the minimum wage. That's incredible. I'm sorry. I just didn't know. That's you incredible. Know, you big fat. You liar. know what could help is if uh, people on the other side of it, Republicans or whoever would make the argument, did a better job of making the argument, brought it up more often, and did a better job of making the argument. Right. But they're bad at it too. Well, it's like there's no group more devastated by illegal immigration than low-wage workers in America, particularly black low-wage workers. Um, but nobody can get their political act together to make that point effectively, I guess, or no, I don't know if people don't believe it. Or, you know, in the case of illegal immigration, both sides are actually in favor of it, even as they tell you they're not. So, you know, they're not going to nail it down too carefully and ruin the scam. You can't have the issue if you solve the issue. I mentioned this a little bit earlier. There's an article in the Washington Post. The Joker discourse is coming. Here's what you need to know. The movie The Joker is coming out. Mm. There's belief in a number of circles that this is going to get a lot of attention for a lot of different reasons. Newsy attention, not just, what a great movie. I laughed, I cried. Yeah, Yeah, I keep hearing that people are afraid that it'll cause shootings. Or that it's glorifying that sort of thing. Or Well, I got some uh, info for you on it coming up. Because I'd really like to have a really strong opinion in advance. I'd be handy. Having not seen to it. To really lay it on. like Oh, a, yeah, and to yell at people and call them bad people if they disagree. <laughs> awesome. Always and tweet good. angrily at them, needless to say. Always good to have that plan. Yep. Uh, that and other stuff on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. same questions every week that's from the new joker movie which is supposed to be a grittier darker take on the joker whoa the last one was so gritty and dark i I couldn't sleep for a week compared to the other takes on the joker i mean i realize it's not the old 60s batman laughing caesar romero joker squirting you with a flower on his lapel (laughs) hilarious then as now Right. Um, and everybody Didn't the last is... Joker machine gun people in the streets? Yeah, yes. Th- this is th- this is his movie though. Yes. that was Joker in a Batman movie. This is Joker being the centerpiece, which is part of the the worry. I was reading this Washington Post article. I read some of it. I wasn't going to spend that much time on it, but the headline was: "You're an adult." Uh, the Joker <laughs> discourse is coming, and here's what you need to know. Uh, the weeks leading up to the release of Todd Phillips' Joker, and does it come out this weekend? I get the sense that it does. Uh, based pretty, on all, either this weekend or next. Have been a journey. 
The gritty supervillain movie, which is the latest installment of the DC Cinematic Universe, uh, won Best Picture at the Venice Film Festival. So for the first time, well, it says here, capturing a measure of the artistic credibility that superhero fans have long craved for the genre, actually won Best Picture. So it's not just um, uh, silliness or gore for gore's sake, apparently. I've if seen... It won an art film festival. I've seen chunks of it, and it's uh, it's it's heavy. The film, Warner Brothers, uh, the studio that produced it, have all gotten pulled into a roiling, roiling debate over how to best prevent gun violence in America. Um, I'm always skeptical any time a new movie comes out because you, you hear some sort of bogus story. People uh, uh, with epilepsy should not go see the new Jurassic Park because right. they're having fits in it. And every news reporter stupidly reports that, <laughs> not realizing it's just... To let you know that Jurassic Park's coming out this it's week. type, yeah, it's a hook. But I can believe with all the shootings we've had recently that, and I'm, I've just barely read about the, the character, but a, a character who is um, uh, feeling bullied and alone when they're young, and somebody said there's an incel angle to it, that's the involuntary celibate thing, mm-hmm. which a number of these shooters have been. I can see how that would you know, actually be worth wondering. Is this something we want to do? Um, there's, there's also the connection of there was a movie theater shooting where the 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 perpetrator dyed his hair silly, and there was kind of a false report that he was yelling "I'm the Joker" while he was doing it. I think that has it's some the Aurora, some, Colorado, yes. lunatic. Yeah. Well, this this uh, I will tell you this. Here's here's the problem, and it it looks like a brilliant movie. Again, I've seen some chunks of it, and. It's an amazing study of a person on the outside of society who can't get acceptance, and and indeed runs into cruelty and the rest of it. It's a really heavy affecting movie. The problem is that he decides to become, or he he, he kinks himself into being a super villain who hurts lots and lots and lots of people, um, which is the fantasy of a lot of the uh, confused idiot angry cowards. <sighs> It's it's really compelling, and if you like the whole Batman genre, it's it's a very serious. Uh, how could somebody get so crazy? But if it, you know, if he, as Sean pointed out, he's the center of the movie, so he's kind of the anti-hero, and there's got to be at least a large measure of sympathy for that person. Now I don't know how it ends. I don't know how many people he kills, or if he just kicks a dog and goes on his merry way. Um, but that that's what people are troubled. About, I think. And I hate to take this to stuff too seriously or, or to worry too much about it because um, it, it looks like a, a great movie with a brilliant uh, um, acting job by old, uh, what's his name, Joaquin Phoenix? I almost said the late River Phoenix, but uh, he's not in it. Um, so, anyway, so that's what people are talking about. That's all I wanted to bring to you. It's that's, uncomfortable, that's though. I got to tell you. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a little strange. Yeah. Um, speaking of strange, Hillary Clinton's in the news uh, again. And she's making the rounds. Quick, and we're, we're, quick question. Why? We're, well, she's got a book out. I have heard her name in the news every single day of the last, I'm absolutely sure, five days. It might be ten. She's got a book out in which Sean could answer, ask the same question again. Uh, but you, you, quick question. <laughs> Why? Why? Uh, she and Chelsea are out doing their book. But anyway, she said this on a little book tour yesterday, and it's worth playing. This is clip number one. Um, her book is something about being gutsy or something. But anyway, she, yeah, had, to, right. she, she had to say it's this. about wanting more money. <laughs> or she's running for president, one right. of the two. What's yeah. the gutsiest thing you've ever done? Ah, boy, I think the gutsiest thing I ever done, well, personally, make the decision to stay in my marriage. Um, 
publicly, politically, run for president and uh, keep going. Uh, just get up every day and keep going. I love it. Chelsea, how about you? Oh, um, goodness. I think I fought a bear. I'm so overwhelmed by my mother's answer that I'm a bit out of words. Um, and I'm just so proud to be her daughter. Yeah, that's a tough one for the what daughter. Yeah, dude, that's not how you structure that. You can't, no kidding, you can't have mom say uh, the, 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 the gutsiest slash hardest slash everything thing I ever did was staying in my marriage with the daughter sitting there. Oh, yeah, right. Dad cheating with every woman he ever met. Maybe raped a couple. I don't know. It's in the news a lot. Anyway, Chelsea, you. What's oh, and, I, and I ran for president. <laughs> now, you, Chelsea. I crammed really hard well, I, for finals once. I, I, married, I married a really rich guy. Wait, no, no, no. I accepted a job for 600 Gs a year in a field I had no expertise. No. I got into no. Stanford purely on my own merits. Mm, kind of. <laughs> um, hmm. Can I get back to you? <laughs> but you don't want to hear your mom bring that up and then just to, to turn it toward you but why is she doing this why is hillary doing this can it just be for the money could be the what, influence what's coming yes up? yes what's yes. coming up in your news marshall <laughs> well trump turning impeachment into campaign gold elizabeth warren responding to facebook ceo's threats and when and how best to shower its science I think I'm doing fine. When and how best to shower? Yes. How about in the morning and with soap? <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. I don't want to bore people to death with this conversation, but, um, and we got plenty of time to talk about it, certainly if it happens. But if Hillary does run, that would be one of the more uh, astounding things that's happened in U.S. political history. Yeah. Yeah. It really would be. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm not sure I can take on emotionally actually picturing that happening. I'm not sure. I need de- to lead up I'm not to sure that. Democrats could. <clears throat> that's that's the crowd that's going to be the most. If you say it again, I'm going to black out and hit my head on this table. The crowd that will be most gobsmacked is the D's, not the R's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Liz Warren is the, the lead dog in the race now. There's no denying it. We'll get to that in a little bit. But I, I've figured out a fatal flaw of hers. Okay. It's a little subtle, but it's going to become significant. Okay. Uh, and it's new- not the fact that she's a damned communist. <laughs> uh, news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, President Trump's re-election campaign is turning impeachment into gold. The L.A. Times reporting the controversy and conflicts have helped the campaign and the Republican National Committee <clears throat> raise a combined $125 million during the quarter that ended on Monday. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, I don't know how much of that was impeachment, though. He was raising a lot of money before the impeachment started. As the Trump campaign's National Finance Co-Chair told the Times, it's a total boon. Money is flying in. So while Trump has continued his Twitter war against the impeachment inquiry, his campaign has moved behind the scenes to raise millions of dollars, 50,000 new small-dollar donors quickly signing up after the impeachment inquiry began. So Bernie got all the attention for, how much did Bernie raise in the court? And, and he, he he beat everybody else. He set a new record for like Democrats. like 25 mil, wasn't yeah, it? 28 yeah. or something, yeah. I can't remember. Right. But, yeah. And Trump raised... $125 million in, in a, that quarter. In, 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 a, in the quarter, in the and quarter. Barack Obama raised $70 million in that same time span for his reelection. But 
you know, people are way more hunkered down than they were eight years ago. Well, and the perception among Trump voters is, listen, the Democrats and the media have decided they're going to boot our guy out of the White House no matter what it takes. And they'll keep running crap up the flagpole until he's gone. That arouses the fighting people. And Trump's uh, tweets continue unstopped. Last night he tweeted out, I am coming to the conclusion that what is taking place is not an impeachment. It is a coup intended to take away the power of the people, their vote, and their freedoms. Didn't I read a text yesterday from a uh, Trump supporter I know? Hardcore Trump supporter. Let me find that real quick. Who said... Um, if he is removed, it is a coup, and this country is no longer any different than Russia. He's he's playing to uh, people who believe, yeah, yeah, that's what's going on. Well, it's not true. It's incorrect. But we have a very slow, deliberate, um, and it'll be boring, process where we run it through the, ho- the committee, then we write up the articles of impeachment. And the House votes. It's the and then best. It goes to the Senate. The chair, the uh, Supreme, the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court presides. Yeah, they have a trial. It's a slow and deliberate process, it's, and it has never booted a guy out of office. So it's not like Russia, and it's not a coup. Everybody, calm the hell down. If it, it's as close to a coup as you can get in our system, though. Oh, if yeah. you had it's if, overturning if, an election, and this is an if, but <clears> if <throat> if you had somebody who second or third hand. Get some information, listening in on phone calls, worked with some other people to try to fabricate this whole thing. Or the FBI was started tapping phones and that sort of stuff, as is alleged also. And we'll find out more about that when the IG report comes out this month. That's as close as you can get to a coup in this country. Well, but, yeah, but is it close? I just think the whole it's a coup narrative is dangerous, and I think it's wrong. It's as close as you can come, correct, and it's very, very far away. It is overturning an election in a way. It reminds me more of an, in a parliamentary system where you force a snap election because you realize you have the wind at your sails now, but we don't have that sort of system. You know, if you disagree, feel free to say so. I just think if, if a certain number of Americans think, okay, now there's been a coup, which is essentially when you get the backing of the military and you go with your guns and you tell the old guys, get out or we'll shoot you. Um, if you convince a lot of Americans that's what's going on, that's okay. Now we're going to have an enormous ugliness. Meanwhile, Matt, that's not what people mean, though. It's just like everything else. We throw around these terms. We don't mean what they mean. You it's don't. Like, it's like, it's like, I don't think they do either. I don't okay. think the texture does. When, yeah. when Trump says, I'm going to build a wall and Mexico's going to pay for it, he doesn't mean it, and we all know it. When he says a coup, we all know he doesn't actually mean a military coup like they have in the countries. We just, and that's just. That's the way we all talk now. And when Nancy Pelosi says he's a traitor or a liar, she doesn't mean it either, because then you would have to follow through on the way we treat traitors. Yeah. It's just that we... I'm thinking more about real people, though. The progressives I know actually hate conservatives. They actually think they're terrible people. They can't have relationships with them. That's real. And I think if we keep ratcheting that up... Oh, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. But we throw around the most explosive terms regularly now, and nobody even really... You know, Trump saying we should boycott Apple. Nobody believes he actually means that, and nobody does it. Right. Um, it's just, it's just, that's just the way we talk now, which is, I don't know, I don't know what you do if you ever right. actually have a crisis. Uh, when, you, when your language is here, do you invent new words? I don't know. <laughs> Meanwhile, Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren is responding to leaked comments from Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg. 
The social media giant CEO was speaking with uh, company employees and uh, war- said Warren wants to break up his company. You know, if she gets elected president, then I would, I would bet that we will have a legal challenge, and I would bet that we will win the legal challenge. So basically, does that still suck for us? Yeah. Zuckerberg confirming the recorded comments after they were leaked to The Verge. Warren responding on Twitter saying, It would be bad if we don't fix a corrupt system that allows companies like Facebook, among other things, to repeatedly fumble their responsibility to protect our democracy. Now you, left, you left out the best part. Did you do that on purpose, uh, Marshall? It's liberal journalism or bias or conservative or something. She started that sentence with, you know what would really suck? Which I thought was interesting. Right? Yeah. All right, here's the flaw with Liz Warren. I thought that was really interesting that a 70-some-year-old person who's got a decent shot at being president said, you know what would really suck? Just apparently yeah, thinks red-haired that, that, circus freak. That, she didn't say that, that but feel, she should have. That feels like that sort of language is just right. the way we talk now. Here's the fatal flaw with Liz Warren. I All heard right. it the other day, and it'll creep in more and more as the campaign progresses. When she's talking, she has a bit of the old lady quaver. <laughs> just a bit. <laughs> Because she is old as the hills, like all of the candidates. Uh, but breaking news! We have breaking news! Yes. <laughs> Senator Bernie Sanders, senior advisor, Wednesday issued the following statement. How old is Bernie Sanders, senior advisor? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that means the same thing. Oh, 118. <clears throat> and I quote, During a campaign event yesterday evening, Senator Sanders experienced some chest discomfort. Following medical evaluation testing, he was found to have a blockage in one artery and two stents were stents were successfully inserted. Senator Sanders is conversing and in good spirits. He will be resting up over the next few days. We are canceling his events and appearances until further notice, and we will continue to provide provide appropriate updates. Well, I hope he's okay. I don't wish anyone will, right. will but what will he sound like now? Well, <laughs> and, well luckily this won't uh, affect people's perception that he's too old at all. That's your news. That he had to have a life-saving procedure done on his heart. I can't believe that this is the. I can't believe this hasn't happened more often with all the candidates we have. Whether it's Trump, Biden, Warren, Sanders, any, any of these people at that age, that right. we haven't had more right. uh, major medical things happen. Yeah. Well, they're sturdy. You got to be sturdy to get, to be in the game. Yeah. And get this far in a game. One of the oldest, Nancy Pelosi. Oh yeah. She, oh yeah. Yeah. Throw in Nancy Pelosi yeah. or any any of the other people yeah. that are uh, that that are ancient and around this. You see, do you think there'd be way more people collapsing and <laughs> fewer politicians in the market for life alert bracelets would be great. <laughs> You're an ageist. Um. Uh, well, we That's we true. We, we have gone off the rails yeah. with the age of leadership in a bunch of different parts of our government. Why so old? It's not just kind of old. It's like really old. Got to look to the voters. What is it about us that we just want the familiar faces? We want the the, the old tried and true. As we say all the time, you would not go to a doctor that was 75 or probably for financial advice or all kinds of different things. You wouldn't be seeking out someone who's damn near 80. Right, right. <clears throat> there you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. You know who we need to lead us out of the problems that they've created is the same people. <laughs> and it's incredibly important that we don't go to anybody new. And now they're, they're older and less sharp. They'll be even better at getting us out of the problems they've right. created. They've been serving themselves for 45 years, but I feel like that's about to change. Um, I don't know that much about hard stuff. Is that a big deal, what he just had happen? It's, it's a real blessing that we can do that these days yeah. instead of having a Mick fatal Jagger infarction. Right. Right. Mick Jagger was back to uh, dancing yeah. and shouting on stage right. and not singing, um, you know, before you know it. Right. 
Well, he sings a little bit. So it doesn't necessarily mean anything. No. No. Like Letterman and Clinton had these things, and they're, they're better now than they were before. Sure. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, 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 yeah. He's old as hell, though. See, that's we don't need yeah. evidence to indicate whether he's old as hell or right. not. So I don't look at this as that. He's old as hell. It's right there on his birth certificate. <laughs> Born old as hell. Oh, um, but I'm glad he's okay. Yeah. He seems like a nice old communist, and I, sure. I wish him nothing but sure. the best. Sure. Um, uh, nice burial in, uh, you know, maybe the Kremlin. Uh, what do Americans consider success? What do they think other people consider success? Among other polls we can take a look at oh, that are pretty darn interesting. Barely scratched the uh, the surface of that, that big study out of University of Nebraska about stress and politics. Oh, Like, uh, there's so many... Uh, politics has led me to hate some people. About 27% of us, to my point earlier. 27%, yes, it's led me to hate some people. Do I hate anybody? Uh, there's some politicians I kind of hate. Does, yeah, does I kind of do, too. Kind of do, too. <laughs> Come um, to think of More it. <laughs> on that on the Armstrong and Getty Show coming up. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Updates on uh, stories that might happen while we're on the air. Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff are going to have a press conference soon. If anything comes out of that, we'll bring it to you. Uh, something There will be some headlines out of that, I guarantee you. Sure. Um, uh, we also had uh, the medical news on Bernie Sanders that just hit. Yeah, he had to get a couple of stents put in. Had some chest pain. Seems to be doing fine, though. It's fairly routine these days. Fairly. Um, we got a bunch of, uh, bunch of texts on what is a coup and what is not. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what dictionaries people are going to online or whatever. A forcing of a head of state out of office by a small group. If it's that vague, then, uh. Well, it has that smell about it, sure. I'm not saying it, it has nothing in common with a coup. It's just that it's almost never tried. And when it does, it usually peters out. Because the the grown-ups in the Senate, there used to be grown-ups in the Senate, say, eh, we probably not. Let's just wait for an election. That has always been the result, except with Nixon, who was going to be convicted and had it coming. So I just, I don't know. I, I have a little more trust in our, our system than some people do, but I'm bitterly, bitterly cynical. So um, it's odd. My cynicism leads me to optimism. Wow. Hey, speaking of uh, impeachment. Deep, man. Did you hear they're impeaching the president? Did you hear the president's the guy from The Apprentice? Seriously. Anyway, uh, there are a couple of new polls out. We we hit the one. Whoa, who's, who's poll? NBC or, or Wall Street Journal? I can't remember. Um, That said it was about 47, 47, impeach, don't impeach. That was the Quinnipiac from yesterday. Thank you. The political mar- morning consult survey found 46% say yes, 43% no, that's a three-point jump from last week. Latest Monmouth University poll found 44% remove, 52% disagree. So that one's significantly short of, you know, yes, get rid of him. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, you got eight and ten Democrats supporting impeachment proceedings. Only 11% opposing. As for Republicans, it's on its head. 9% support impeachment proceedings, 85% against them. Now, that is a starkly different number than the Quinnipiac poll, I think, in which it was like 20% of Republicans said, yeah, go ahead. Mm. So that's interesting. That had doubled the number. Independent voters split nearly down the middle. 43 yes, 39 opposed within the margin of error. find that interesting. Uh, Also, speaking of polls, there's a study out of the University of Nebraska that you know, if I spent the entire weekend trying to comprehend this thing, I could probably bring you a really interesting feature on it, but it is, it's not cooked up for media or, or you and me. It's like some PhD level study. So it's just absolutely chock full of jargon and technicalities and complicated numbers and algorithm, algorithms and stuff. But some of the more interesting aspects of it, 38% say politics has caused me to be stressed. I've been become depressed when a preferred candidate lost. I've briefly been depressed, but I roll my eyes and think, oh, well. I don't think I could be at this point in my life. The more you, the more you see it come and go, the less it has yeah. the capacity well, to affect you much. You think, well, I'll have another one in four years. Part of it is the way the whole age thing works in that four years when you're a, a, a 21-year-old, I was just looking at Bernie somewhere and all these college kids behind him. Four years when you're a 20-year-old is the difference between being... You know, in high school or an adult out in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, when you get older, it's just, you know, uh, in four years, I'll have the same job with the same spouse and the same kids in the same house. Probably. And, yeah. you know, there'll be a different person. So it just doesn't yeah. mean that much to you. About 18% have lost sleep because of politics. God, I hope I never do that. Exposure to media outlets promoting views contrary to mine can drive me crazy. Hmm. 32%. I get that. I listen to nakedly progressive radio to get, you know, the other perspective. Literally Ver- insane, though? You're little, literally uh, no, clinically insane? I don't think that's what they mean. <laughs> I may have lost my temper as a result of politics. 30%. Politics has led me to hate some people. About 27%. Uh, you need to define hate for me, but if you mean it in the usual, oh, I hate Adam Schiff. Yeah, okay. Yep. Politics has caused me to think seriously about moving. About twenty three percent of people. Mm, I'm uh, in that crowd. Me too. Yeah, and but that's is that but politics? That's state politics is that? Pol- I mean, I, technically and, it's politics, but I mean, if it's just you can do, you can write down on a piece of paper mathematically why it's a better idea to be somewhere else. Is that politics? Well, that's a great distinction because, I mean, the whole if Trump wins, I'm moving to Canada. I mean, oh, that's just no. Tires I don't mean emotional. I mean, this is how much money it would save me, right? And how different the schools would be if I went to here. I do not want to be governed in these three ways: tax rate, you know, regulations, and the curriculum in my schools. That's a very different reaction than if Hillary wins, I'm moving to Costa Rica. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's a very very different thing. Um, let's see. How about this? I've seen. <laughs> All right, be honest now. I've secretly wished bad things would happen to those who disagree with me politically. I don't think I ever have. I have never. Not secretly. I'm very open about that. (laughs) Well, that's very uh, generous of you. I hope you get hit by a bus. (laughs) 15%. Um, Let's see. i got to drag that up. I don't need bad things to happen to them. I just want them to lose. I have posted or written things online that I later wish I hadn't. 15%. Politically, I don't think I have. If you had any sense, that number would be bigger. But some of you are so encased in your bubbles, 
you unleash just vicious hatred at your fellow Americans. Of course, that's Cut unf- it out. It's unfair to use myself as a standard. I got this right here microphone. I get to say all kinds of crap all the time. Oh, it's terribly unfair. If, if it built up and built up and I needed to unleash it on social media, I certainly probably would. And that's why Jack is a piece of crap. Sorry, I'm tweeting something I'll later regret. Uh, let's see. Oh, differences in political views have damaged a friendship I valued. One out of five people say that. I've had that, and it, it wasn't, um, uh, maybe this is cowardly of me, not a like disagreement or something. I just stopped being in contact. I don't think it's cowardly. I, I, I just am so. not going to argue with it, and if you're going to be that... <laughs> abrasive or strident about the position i'm just not going to engage anymore if you can't be nice then we're not going to be friends anymore i think that's a fairly reasonable stance if you're going to be cruel to me and yell at me we're not friends anymore on occasion politics has made my home life less pleasant that's just 16 17 percent maybe if you didn't agree with your husband or wife or I guess father-in-law or whatever yeah, you're, you're, you're a kid who's still at home, 27 years old, talking about how the paternalistic society and income inequality is why I'm living at home. Get out, you bum! You're no son of mine. And uh, I've lost time from work or school because of politics. Six percent, just too distraught to go in in the morning. Wow! Can well, I use that? You're <laughs> yeah, is that not fired, you little snowflake. Wow. Butterflies are laughing at you, tough guy. <laughs> <laughs> Armstrong and Getty.